Jason Cable drama in North Carolina continues in Sebastian Dennis. Comes up big at the Senior Bowl. Also, coming up today, an interview with Savasia Dennis at the Senior Bowl. All coming up today on this episode of Locked on Picks. You are Locked on Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nick Fairbury. We're recording all sorts of interesting areas this week. So it's it's a it's an airport flying back home, of course, from the Senior Bowl. Was here all week covering Savasia Dennis and stuff for Steelers. Um, but today we are talking about Pitt and what Savasia Dennis did. But first, I want to kick it off with uh, Jason Cable because this is. Drama that just gets more interesting the more you hear about it, and the more I've I've thought about it, it, the odder it gets. I mean, it really does. Uh, It's quite an odd. It's quite an odd thing. But first, folks, let me let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. This episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com/slash Locked On today to get started. But, you know, we I, I did talk a little bit about this on Thursday, um, immediately following the victory. But we now have the actual tweet that they are upset about. Sources have confirmed, spokespeople have confirmed. It is this tweet. Let me put it up right now, probably right over my face. Let me put it up, yep, right over my face. But this is the tweet. Um, this is the game day graphic that Caroline used. Uh, is a walk-on player uh, number 25 putting the number three out uh, after making a three for the game day. Um, that is the graphic um, that they are upset about. What are the connections there? Just a capable word 25 and he would often do that three symbol after making three. Um, <laughs> guys, this is a reach. Um, I talked a little bit about it on Thursday, but this is bigger than just that. Like, th- this is not a graphic. This, this is not about a graphic. This is so much bigger than a graphic. It's, if Jeff, what Jeff Cable said, 2009, this is 14 years of pent-up frustration just being poured out through a conduit that conduit being this graphic. And, and it's such an odd... It's truly such an odd topic because really there is nothing about that to me that is that bad. It's pretty innocuous. Um, it's pretty harmless. So... Yeah, um, I'm a little bit surprised by it all. But clearly, it, it has hit a, a nerve, if you will, with Jason Gable. Um, he is not happy about it. He has made that clear. This is a guy in Jason Gable, man, that really um, 
it's just clear, you know, he, his alma mater, he expected to feel more love. Um, and he's not feeling that love. And so when that happens, you can get things like this, uh, unfortunately. That's largely what happened, uh, I think, here um, with Jason Gable. Is that just in the past, you know, when, when Jeff was at OU and they made it to the tournament, they booed uh, Jeff and, and Jason, and, and he didn't feel loved then. Um, he probably felt like he was slighted in the past, and he probably feels like his time at UNC isn't properly addressed. Um, I'm not the one to say if that's true or not. I am not an expert in Jason Capel, UNC relations. Um, but trying to make sense of this, I think that's what this is. Um, it's kind of overshadowed Pitt's win. I mean, Pitt's bracketology for today is really good. Um, eight seed, nine seed, ten seed—they're all they're in on every single one. Um, that's the that's the point here. This this win kind of shot them up into sure status. Um, but Jason Gable clearly just very upset at this. Um, otherwise, I mean, if you saw the tirade, it, it came from a place of passion. Um, in a way that Jeff Cable described it, came from a place of passion, too. Now, they, they, this has been a thing building for years. Um, I think that can become very, 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 very uh, evident the more that this is happening. Uh, the more we have talked about this, this is a long-term thing that has just built up to now. Um, and I certainly, I think, spilled over. Uh, final. I think it kind of spilled over into a public eye more now. And I, I talked about how, you know, it doesn't matter really what you are. Um, if you're in alum, whatever, you're going to get booed in the place. Uh, Jeff Cable's going to get booed to Cameron if he has a big stoop down there. Um, but Jason Cable has felt slighted for years. And I think this is a historical type of build. Um, the, the graphic itself, big reach to me. Um, I don't see the disrespect in it. Uh, he won number 25. They, it's a walk-on post. They've done that in the past. There's nothing out of the ordinary with this post to me that signals a shot at Jason Gable. And, and that, that era um, with Jason Gable, you know, wasn't a successful uh, era of UNC basketball, but he was a first-round pick. He was a really good player. He was a captain of that group. So, honestly, when you look at it, this is just an unfortunate thing that has blown up and overshadowed a win. And, and I hope for Jason Capel and, and Jeff, I mean, I think this has clearly become something that tugged at them. Um, it has not been it's, – it's a soft spot. I think you could tell that. I mean, Jeff gave like a three-minute answer on this. Um, so I think for both of them, um, clearly they're not feeling that love, that reciprocated love that Jason has given to them. I think that's what this is. And so you, you look at, at Jason Cable, man. I hope he does feel that love more. I, I think the reaction to this point is a reach specifically. Um, but it's, it's drama that has overshadowed a win. And I hope it kind of gets smoothed over here um, for Cable's sake, too, just because it seems like this has been a thing for like 15 years, um, which is quite absurd at this point um, for Jason Cable to kind of deal with. 
So we'll, we'll see kind of how this shakes out. Um, hopefully it kind of dissipates and hopefully next year or when we go to Chapel Hill, um, everything is, is much better here uh, for Jason Capel and Jeff. But I want to flip over now to the sequel. I want to talk about Sebastian Dennis um, and kind of what he did uh, in Mobile and just discuss his performance there. Because um, I heard a lot of good things and I heard a lot um, from this as well about Sebastian Dennis. But first, folks, I'll let you know about Fan Duel, the official sports book of Locked On. Super Bowls around the corner, folks, so you need to make sure you get in on it with Fan Duel. And if you haven't done it, that's even better. They have so many great features to make betting easy on sports. So much, much, much more fun than you would ever imagine. Download Fan Duel now so you can build a Super Bowl between the Chiefs and Eagles with a no-sweat first bet, you'll get to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will win and score a touchdown. Point spreads so much more. Feel free to lay anything down as you want. So folks, all you have to do is join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I also want to give a shout-out to our sponsors at LinkedIn. If you're a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 is all dependent upon the team managers you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs is the best that you can use to hire qualified fans more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have skills, values, and experience to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you attract qualified fans to open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and all their profiles on LinkedIn to find the most qualified fans for your job. It's the most easy way to screen and rate applicants based on your qualifications on one platform. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified fans you want to talk to faster. So post a job free at LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college. That's LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college. Post your job for free. Those terms and conditions do apply. All right, folks. Let's get into this. Um, Sebastian Dennis this week. I would describe it as a roller coaster. Um, you know, boss is boss, um, first of all. I think that was the first thing that jumped out. He's a leader. He's a guy that leads. Um, he's a highly intelligent football mind. a high-character um, player. They've come to notice over four years of seeing him play up at Actors Stadium Pines Field. Um, it's become very clear, right? And to me, when you look at it, this is a guy that needed this week to prove he can adjust to the NFL coverage schemes and the other type of, of positions because we know Jesus is so unique. And that legitimately has been something I think he's proven. Um, and some of that, I think the coverage area is still like, okay, what, what what's going on? Um, I still think you don't really know that. He, he has some over-aggressive eyes. Um, Kataja is fears play that's going around. Prime example of that, where he just gets too aggressive. Um, his eye discipline is good. He self-admitted that to me uh, this week that he feels like his eye discipline wasn't good this week. Um, I think that was his biggest, his biggest uh, not 
Um, but I, th- I think that can be easily adjusted. I think that's coachable. Um, so I think that's good news for Savasi and Dennis, first of all. I think it's a coachable thing. Second of all, he's an athlete. He's a good athlete. One of the better athletes here, actually, uh, at the linebacker spot. You know, the, I'm not huge on the linebacker class period, but Boss has athleticism and has upside within that athleticism. I think that's good news uh, for him because I think he gets sneak higher up as a result of that. Um, uh, so, so what I really wanted to do with, with him was kind of get outside my bubble. Um, I've, I've seen Boss. I, I know Boss's story. I know who Boss is. Um, it's just hard not to know Boss, right? I, I've just been around him so much. So I went and talked to scouts. I, I wanted to see what they said about Boss. And there are a few things that, that kind of jump out to me. Uh, number one, everyone loves Boss's leadership and intangibles. Someone say kind of jump out of them. His leadership skills. Um, so, so he conducted himself almost like a coach at times, um, but kind of how he commanded the field. I think that is, is the biggest thing people came away with. He killed his interview process. Um, and that's not surprising. Boss is kind of a guy that killed that interview process. But he really, really smoked it here. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a big boon to him. Number two. Um, I, I think his aggressiveness and his fearlessness got a lot of a lot of buzz. Um, there was one play on Tuesday where Osiris Torrance was probably the top rate forward here, um, probably the top rate guard in the draft actually. I uh, came around on the pool and, and Boss took him down the hole, showed the tackle, uh, showed the block, and, and made the tackle. Um, to me, that is kind of the guy um, that, that we've seen the aggressiveness, the guy that fights down there, the guy that doesn't really care. Um, the guy, the guy that's going to play fearless. That has very much been to me. Servasier Dennis. And so I still think it's Servasier Dennis. And I still think this is kind of him. And so when you look at it, I think this is a strong week for Boss. Um, I think he helped himself. I think he's going to go somewhere between the third and the fifth round. Probably towards the later end of that, but we'll watch him this week. He got better. Um, day one it was pretty bad. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I think this, you know, his primary coverage drills and his obvious one that day was was not good. But he ended on a high note. Um, got a pick, took it back for a pick six. Uh, I thought that was encouraging to see. Um, and then I thought day two was much, much, much more encouraging. Um, we talked about, you know, kind of what you need to do um, in order. For everything to work right well that's what you need to do um, to me is, is you gotta improve and you gotta get better um and, and that's what boss did um second day he was good uh one defense was good he was, he was communicating communicating a, a lot he was highly intelligent um great in the run defense department getting praise from his coaches. He was good. Um, I think second day was his best day. Third day started off rocking. A little bit of coverage drills. I think he liked the ship, though. Um, almost looked like he got hurt at one point where he kind of twinged his hamstring. Um, but he ended up coming back um, and playing well. Uh, so he ended it. He weathered the storm. I think it's going to be a good week. I'm excited to see him in the game. It's going to have a, a lot of opportunities um, in the game, too. That's a banged-up linebacker for over the week um, that has dealt with a lot of injuries. So this should be a guy 
that honestly steps up big time and uh, ends up kind of getting a lot of playing time. Um, when you look at it, uh, this is a guy that should get more playing time. So, yeah, I look at it, and I, I think that, that Boss has a chance to really work from this. Um, and then you kind of look at other guys. Um, you know, Hava at the Shrine game, having a pretty good game. Um, then, you know, had a, had a week where he was unblockable from what I heard, um, which is great news. You know, we love hearing that one of those guys is just unblockable and this is just so good and he's unreal. Um, that's kind of what you get from this. Um, and Carter Warren, a guy that's really good interviewer and, and really a guy that can raise his ceiling, might not go super early, but has a chance to. Um, I think that is important too. So I, I look at, at this, man, these, these all-star games are these guys as real resume builders and the boss especially a guy that needed a resume builder. Um, let me play a quick package of boss from the senior board. But he just kind of talks about his versatility, um, what he used as kind of an opportunity to further himself um, and kind of, you know, that familiarity with um, that, that kind of familiarity with this 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 kind of environment already, just by working with the Steelers, um, just kind of knowing it. Um, I think that is, is something that stuck out to me is that he kind of just was like, I, I know this already. Um, I feel like I can bounce back. And I think actually that environment actually really did help us um, kind of come into in fruition. But let me play you this, this quick package of boss and, and just kind of what he said. Uh, good day. It's an honor to be out here. It's a blessing. Um, and just being around these guys, you know, you compete every day, you get better. And you see you see the competition that you're up against, and that's a good feeling when you're around. After playing in Pat Narduzzi's unique scheme at Pitt, Dennis came to the Senior Bowl to showcase a new side of his skills. Definitely, it's just, just my skills. Like, not everyone thinks, you know, our defense is <laughs> defense anyone runs in the NFL or anything like that. So... I just wanted to come out here and show them that I can uh, adapt and definitely get, you know, adapted to a new defense. Yeah, and I was to sing in front of the Steelers for four years. Dennis feels prepared for this moment. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, here it's like all eyes are on you, everything you do. And when you're at Penn, it's the same way. You're right, you're right next door to a, you know, NFL team. So it's the same way here. All eyes are on you and you just got to be, you know, represent yourself well and uh, good gentleman. Now, Dennis is close to reaching his NFL dream. Uh, that I'm a uh, linebacker that I can definitely play in the NFL. Um, you know, size doesn't matter. Uh, scheme doesn't matter. Uh, I can do it. So that's what I want to prove here. That's what I did. And continue, hope to continue throughout the week. Just, just kind of all those things that one mentioned there. He does have a combine invite. So we'll see Boston in Indianapolis. I'll, I'll talk to him there, of course, as well. Um, very excited to see him there, uh, along with a bevy of other players. I would expect uh, we already know he's going to be there. Um, so, so I'll talk to some of those guys that are going to be at the combine as well. Um, but, but great week for Boss. Uh, great kind of resume builder week for him to kind of get at it and go at it. Um, so, very excited to see what he can do uh, in the NFL. And I think he has an opportunity to be really, really good. All right, everybody, that's all here for me.
interchangeable. And this is all for me in this episode. So, as always, folks, thank you for listening. And as always, hit to pit.